to the Fantasy's Finest Fantasy Football Podcast. Here are your hosts, William Spencer, Jalen McQueen, and Mark Carter. Yo, what is going on? Welcome back to another episode. Man, this has been a great week. Off-season is getting underway. It's going in full swing. I know I keep saying it every episode, but we are in, I guess you can call it like the crux no, no, not not really the crux. It's more like a prelude, right? Because free agency hasn't started yet, but it's like around the corner. Mm-hmm. So, aren't you excited? Like, we got some good news this week. Um, what, your boy Von Miller, Mark. Yes, sir. Von yes, sir. Miller, he's not. He's not being charged. You know, he had a little case on him. He's beat it. Basically, now he just got to get a new deal with the Broncos. Exactly. I'll have to, I'll, listen, I'll have to burn my jersey, man. Let's go, baby. You know what I mean? Let's do this thing. Yeah, man. That's that's a good feeling. And, you know, guess you know what I got to talk about. You know of what I got to talk man. about. Of course, man. See you on Twitter about it, man. <laughs> go ahead, man. Go ahead. Go man, ahead. My boy, Dak Prescott. Got the bag, dog. He got the bag, <laughs> <laughs> dude. The funny thing is, I don't know how some people were still getting at you about it, man. Like, oh, I don't know how he still got that. Only got like one. Wait, wait, talk about uh, one playoff uh, game under his belt and all that too. Like, oh, he get paid, dude. How did you really like counteract that, man? It was easy because I already knew that the goalpost moving was going to happen. It, it 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 was an eventuality, like like Thanos. But the problem <laughs> is, is that you can't fade me. When I knew my guy was gonna get paid, and right. you know, I, I had to take a look. I had to take it on the chin for a couple of years because, you know, I wanted him. I wanted the deal done. You know, back in the beginning of 2019, you know, they started opening up discussions, and I wanted it done. And after that, you know, heading into the 2020 season when they couldn't get it done, or they they reported that it almost got done, like at the at the final minute, Dak wanted to sign, but it was just too late. Like. You know, it's it's frustrating to watch those things happen when you know he's earned it. So when guys talk about, oh well, Dak Prescott only got one playoff win. Well, yeah. So does Deshaun Watson, and he got the bag too. So you're not talking about it about him. Yeah. So I'm not. I'm not trying to hear that whatsoever. <laughs> he, he got his bread. Four years, 160 God, million. God, man. 42 Jeez. million a year over the first three years. 75 million in the first dude, year. Dude, that, that's what? change, cuz that's insane. Just <laughs> that's change, insane. Baby, like, what, what's, what's, his, what's, his, what's his rank with uh, among uh, top quarterbacks right now, man? This season, you go ahead and into the fantasy season. Yeah, I had I'm gonna adjust it because I had dropped mine uh a few weeks ago, like I did my way too early quarterback. Yeah, right, right. At, I had him at eight, and the reason I had him at eight was because there was no like I was. I'll say this. I was confident that he was going to get the deal done and he was mm-hmm. going to be a cowboy and all that stuff. But for fantasy purposes, you can't just go off of, well, I know he's just going to get the deal done because you never know what's going to happen. And yeah. had Dak actually hit free agency, we don't know where he's going to end up. Mm-hmm. We don't know how he's going to fit in whatever new system. So I figure it'd be safer to keep him on the lower end. But yo, he got, he's, it's done deal now. I'm, I'm sliding him up. I'm going to put him about, I'm going to try and get him about, I want to say, four or five. Mm. And, and the reason why I say that is because mm-hmm. I had I had Deshaun Watson. I, I don't have my list in front of me, but I know I had him around maybe four or five in that area. Same, yeah. But the word out of Washington, uh, not Washington, out of uh, Houston is that he's, he's seriously not going to play with them. 
He's told them he had. We talked about it in our last episode. Well, for sure, right? So if he doesn't play this year, you know that that not knowing is detrimental. You yeah. you don't want to pick him up, and you're gonna to have to pick him up in the first three rounds. For I say three three or four, mm-hmm. the first three or four rounds, he's gonna be one of the top quarterbacks coming off. But you don't know with if he's gonna play or not. Right. You want to risk a high pick on Deshaun Watson without knowing that he's whether he's gonna play or not. See, that's a high risk, high reward kind of thing, man. Because you know what Deshaun can do, man. You I know? know, and he was what top five quarterback, mm-hmm. top four last mm-hmm. year. Yep, second in yards or first in yards last year. Mm-hmm. You you know he he could throw it. You know he can ball, but you don't know whether he's gonna play. He's playing, yeah, right. And in all honesty, the Texans, <laughs> the Texans gotta trade him. They got to. Well, for sure. And, and you have to do it. I think you have to do it either now or at least during the draft. Mm-hmm. You have to do it because you get him, you move him, and then you can get so much back for him. Yeah. And you're gonna more likely you're gonna get a quarterback in return. So you you got to pull that trigger. I, if I'm if I'm Miami or if I'm Houston, I'm looking at Miami. I'm looking at maybe Chicago. Mm-hmm. Uh, Denver, yo, yeah. if he uh-huh. lands with Denver, I hope so, dude. And uh, again, it, this is not like a slide to 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 a bull lock, man. But I hope so, man. You get the Sean Watson. I'm kicking Drew Lock. Yeah, I would, but listen, I'm not saying it like that, man. I'm not. I'm not saying that harsh, man. <laughs> you know what I mean, but I listen. You learn like let Drew learn under Watson for sure. But I'm telling you right now, Watson has everything on the table for, you know, like I said, to, to kind of flow into the next season, man. You know, I mean, if he comes with us, you know, seriously, he got weapons already. You know, we can work around him, especially, with, uh, you know, when the draft comes through, man, just get some young people to fill the lineup, man. Maybe a couple uh, a couple spots in free agency, man, to kind of fill the, fill the void in the, in the uh, O-line, you know. Uh, I hope so, dude. I'm praying to the football gods about it, man. Yeah, that would – that would be a nice fantasy hotspot with all the wide receivers that you guys have mm-hmm. over there. Oh boy, that would be. I, I would be. I would try and have if I could target Jerry Judy earlier in the draft. I would. Yeah. And you know we gonna get into some other stuff because Cortland Sutton is back. Yeah, he's baby. Doing, he's doing some things on there, so we gonna oh, talk about oh. that in the news. I don't want to get too much away, but you know it's it's free agency season right now, so you know that's this is our our. Free agency wish list. We want to. We're going to talk about some guys who we we have our eye on, and we want them to land in good spots for fantasy purposes, and we want to see them succeed this year. So we're going to give you some of our players that we, you know, we keeping tabs on real quick, and then hopefully they land in some some uh, some potential, you know, fantasy vibrant situations, so that we can, you know, you can pick them up on your on your fantasy teams. We're going to get into that in this episode. So you know what we got to do before we jump in it. Follow us on Twitter, at Fantasy's Finest. Follow the host, Hype underscore Finest for me, M-C-K-N-U-X for Mark. Ace, unfortunately, he's not here. He's on. He's still at work. <laughs> he's still. He I mean, got stuck. He said he got stopped by the cops, man. I'll play around with that. He got stuff. <laughs> <laughs> it was like, hey, hey, you, you in the van. <laughs> Hands up where we can see him. <laughs> <laughs> no, he, he still ain't working. He couldn't get off work in time for to make the show, but 
you know we gotta mess with him since he ain't here. But you can follow uh, Jalen at Ace underscore ECA four. Um, make sure you hit subscribe buttons on all of those podcast platforms: Apple, Google, iHeart. You know the you know the drill now. Spotify, come on, show us some love. Hit the subscribe button, share it with your friends, and all that good stuff. But we got it. We gotta get into this episode. So let's get into the news. <laughs> News and notes from around the NFL. All right. More players have been released. The New York Giants have released wide receiver Golden Tate. Mm. They save about $6 million on that move. And isn't it weird that they got rid of him after trading Odell Beckham and then bringing in Golden Tate like he was going to be the new guy? Like, right, like, come on, man. Golden Tate ain't never been that dude. He's been good, <laughs> but he's not Odell good. Right, facts, facts. I mean, what was uh, still what Sterling Shepard was still uh, killing him. I mean, they got uh, Sterling Shepard and, and Darius Slayton, man. That was uh doing like a one-two punch, man. I think Golden Tate didn't really like do that much, man. Yeah, to be honest with he you, got, he got suspended. He missed. Uh, yeah, right. Yeah, basically, yeah. you know, so I'm like, like uh, you know, get him out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's, it's, it, it was an underwhelming move after you get rid of somebody like Odell. Mm-hmm. But let's keep going. Alex Smith got the boot from Washington. No pun intended. Yeah. Uh, the Washington football team saved $14.9 million by releasing him. Um, the Saints released Jared Cook and Josh Hill. They have no t- – do they have a tight end on the roster? Ah, They got to have somebody back there, right? See, because we was all focused on Jared Cook, man, that I don't think they should. Yeah, for sure. But you got to have a no name third guy right back there. Yeah, but look, some off the uh, off the cuff. What, uh, <laughs> what Adam Troutman? I, I don't know, dude. Like, yeah, I think, I think that's the name. Adam Troutman. T-A-T-R-A-U. Yeah. So it's like a, it's like a who? You know what I mean? Yeah, who? Yeah, basically. <laughs> like Jones. <laughs> It's but, so weird, man. Yeah, the the, the uh, Saints don't save any money by getting rid of Jared Cook, but they do save uh, two point five million by getting rid of Josh Hill. Um, oh, we also missed this. Well, this happened in between shows, but uh, the Saints restructured Drew Brees. They save up uh, nearly twenty four million dollars uh, against the cap per Jason Fitzgerald from over the cap. And Josh Hill signed with the Detroit Lions. I'm gonna tell you something with the restructure of Drew Brees' contract. You know this has got to be his last year. This is done, dude. You Girl, know what I mean? That's I, it, dude. I wanted to save this for like an in or out uh, question to, for another episode, mm-hmm. but I really want Drew Brees to come back for one more year. I don't want to get sidetracked with it, but Drew, Brees, I do too. One more year, he goes out like Kobe in a farewell tour. Yeah, the NFL, and then that's done. I feel like that's what's going to happen. Because yeah. Did you see the workout video he had? I did, yeah. I did. I, I don't know, man. He giving me, you know, I want to try it one more I, time. I, I ain't buy it, dude. I'm not and, buying that. He's he basically pay, playing for free. He's got like a $1 million salary. That's nothing. For sure. But, oh, man, I don't know. It's just... It's it's something about like I know Drew Brees is, is on the down you know downhill for sure, man. I know you know is can he, can you milk him out a little bit more to kind of make something whoa, 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 you know for pause, the season? Pause. We, we don't milk dudes around here. No, shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, you know what I mean, man. You can pause, you ring him? Can you ring him out, man? Listen, pause on that. Yeah, can you ring him out? <laughs> <laughs> you know you got to look at it for for the season, man. It's like. 
it, it's I know they're trying to they trying to push it, man. Or or you know, can they say like, listen, we're, we're going to just do a little farewell tour with Drew Brees. We're not going to do anything serious for the, the 2021 season, you know? Uh, because again, look at it, man. This is you you can't really do much against a lot of our teams in NFC, man. So it's like, what do you do? You know, what do you but, do? You, but to have Drew Brees fully healthy and motivated, knowing that this is his final year. You don't think that that they would take the, he's playing for nothing. Yeah, he's playing for you're nothing. Him, you're getting him for nothing. And Jameis Winston is a free agent. Teams are going to and I don't want to that's part of our next our next segment. So I'm not going to get too deep into that. But, yeah. But but that's the thing too. Well, uh well because the Saints are not a threat. They're not they're not going to be a threat, you know what I mean? I know they're not going to be a threat, you know? Ooh. I know they're not going to be a threat, it's, man. They they are going to just fill seats, man. I mean I mean, post post COVID pandemic, they're gonna fill seats, dude. You know that's it. You know that's all it is, man. You know they're not gonna be a threat at all, man. So you know, hey, give give Drew his farewell. You know, like like Kobe did for the last season and all that too. Get a little farewell season, and then just make way for for the new young bloods, man. That's it. You know. You think they try and get a? Uh, well, they can't. You can't draft a quarterback not in the first round. I mean, we, we like as soon as we talk about free agencies, man. I feel like I got some ideas, but you know, okay, okay. we'll talk All about right. that later on. Let's keep moving. Let's keep moving. The Steelers and Ben Roethlisberger have reached a restructuring deal for the 2021 season. Oh they, my god! They dropped their salary from 19 million to 14 million. <laughs> they saved. Uh, no, I'm sorry. His cap hit was was over 15 million, so that saves them some bread to make some moves. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cam Newton. Signed a one-year deal to return to the New England Patriots. <laughs> the deal is, is worth up to fourteen million dollars. That's that's not a bad move. That's not bad, but you can show the confidence, man. That Bill Belichick has in Cam. It's Yo, like, listen, we, we, we can't find anything else this year, man. We just want to hold that. We want a few for one more that's year. What it feels like it's like nobody wanted to go to New England. You know, Matthew Stafford could have been in New England if you know, yeah, if that worked out. Uh, I don't know. They just. Maybe is it Bill Belichick that quarterbacks don't want to go there, or because Cam's highly no. of them, you know he kills no. like, that dude. Yeah, yeah. And, and who again? Who doesn't want to play for Bill Belichick, man? Yeah, I mean with the caliber that he's coaching caliber that he has, you know. But it's just, it's just, it's just. I feel like it's Cam, dude. You know what I mean? It's it's not it's, it's Cam. You know, it's just not. You look, you take the degree between how Tom Brady worked it, how Cam Newton works it, man. It's a whole different league, you know, and so. You know, I, I, again, I'll agree with you. If let's say if Matt Stafford went over to New England, you know, what I mean, that would been, okay. We wouldn't talk about like, yo, the pay, uh, Patriots would have been a, a, a threat to be, uh, you know, still been a threat, man, after Tom Brady left. But I mean, it's Cam, dude. <laughs> as much as I love Cam, ah, man, I don't know, dude. It's it's one of those. But remember the uh, that uh, one quarterback from uh, from Oakland uh, who was so promised and so talked about that he just faded away, guys. Uh, what was his name? Oh my God. I cannot think of the quarterback's name. Yes, thank you. Yeah, that's not a good comparison. That's not a good comparison. What? Don't do that to Cam. <laughs> Come on, man. Disrespectful. <laughs> Come on. You oh, tell man. me that's the same. That's the same, dude. Prospect, like high prospect, dude. But just, I don't know. You just can't do nothing, man. You know, you can't. All right, I. That's just mean. That is just. Me. I listen. He's a bum. That's a- <laughs> He's a bum bum. <laughs> Let's keep it moving. We got more news. Chase Edmonds gets the nod from head coach Cliff Kingsbury. Kingsbury says that he believes Chase Edmonds could be a lead back 
to start the season, or he says that heading into free agency. You buying it? Because I'm not. I'm not buying it, man. Nah, I, you know, let me see it first, dude. But yeah, come on. He only had 25 carries back in week nine, 70 yards rushing, 2.8 yards per carry, cracked 50 yards just three times in 2020. Yeah, I mean, I, I still ain't buying it, man. You, listen, that's just what you got right now, basically, you know what I mean, until you get something better. But I ain't buying it, dude. Yeah, I think they bring somebody else in. Yeah, facts. Cortland Sutton. Hey, baby. Is resumed running routes. Or his ACL in the beginning of 2020. Seven months passed, and he was already running. Oh, excuse me. He was already jogging, which was reported by uh, GM George Patton via the Broncos team website. He should be ready by training camp to resume, you know, full work. And he's already been running passing drills. That's what. I want to hear, you know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, get, get, spread it out, man. Like I said, we, we already got a great wide receiver core, man. You know, spread it out, dude. Sutton's back to normal, you know what I mean? He even vowed that he can prove that he can return with full speed after the ACL tear, you know what I mean? He's ready to go for 2021. Even even our, our GM, Patton, was like, listen, he he, I love what I'm seeing. You know, this made my day. He's working hard. He's a great player. He's a great worker. He's a great leader. That's what we want, man. Sutton is, is that dude. I cannot wait, man. Let's go. Yeah, him, Judy, and Hamler. Yes, baby. And no offense. Yep. Nightmares. They just, just need a, 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 a quarterback. Yeah, we can talk <laughs> about that, but <buddy. laughs> all right. And to wrap up our new segment, Tom Brady and the Bucks have agreed to a new four-year extension. Oh, yeah. dude. <laughs> <laughs> Brady's like, I'm not going anywhere. Like uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Dog. That movie, Wolf of Wall Street. Yeah, yeah. I'm not leaving. <laughs> <laughs> ESPN's Adam Schefter reported that he broke the news on via Twitter. Is basically how how he broke it down was is basically uh, an extension. It's a one year extension. He signed through the 2022 season, but the voidable years on the deal help spread out his cap hit. So I think I saw one tweet. He's going to make about 40 million mm-hmm. this year, and then I, I guess he's going to make some. I don't know what his. Uh, his pay for 2022 is, but that's Brady wasn't bad last year. He was, I'll say this. He was situationally bad. Like yeah, I had Ryan Tannehill and Tom Brady in one league. And it's like, whoever I pick to start kind of sucked that week. Right. <laughs> I, couldn't right, get right. On, I couldn't get on the good pattern. Like I was on the bad wave and I, yeah. I and then I just had to suck it up and play, play Tom Brady. And then he started coming on for me. But like, Brady wasn't bad overall last year. He was a top ten quarterback in fantasy. And but now, but now where would you fit him at this year? Then he's still gonna be in the top ten. Top ten. Okay. They're, they're gonna keep Chris Godwin. Mike Evans isn't going anywhere. Right. I want to know what they're gonna do with Gronk because he's a free agent. Well, they gotta if they were smart. I mean, listen, that's that's who uh, you gotta keep a quarterback's best friend, man. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like he, I I think if I'm if I do anything, I'm flipping either OJ Howard. Or Cameron Bray. One of yeah. those two got to go. Like, right. you're keeping all these tight ends for what? You exactly. I mean, if they're going to keep doing two tight end sets, yeah, I mean, you definitely flip one of them, man. That's not going to really contribute that much. But, you know, uh, I would say OJ, really. I mean, no, nah, I no, don't flip OJ. God, I don't even know. That's a good question. Yeah, that's that's a conundrum in itself. They yeah, got a seriously. Lot of, they still got a lot of weapons. And you haven't even gotten into the draft yet. Facts. Facts. And one note for the Brady contract, he was set to have the sixth highest cap hit in 2021. He was set to hit 
uh, 28.37 million against the Bucks cap. That is no more. Mm-hmm. And that'll do it for our news. Now, free agency, baby. Let's talk about it. Ooh. And now for our feature presentation. All right. So for this, we're going to do a little, we're going to have a little formation. We got quarterbacks, running backs, wide receivers. Y'all know, y'all know the setup. So for the quarterbacks, Mark, free agency, teams need quarterbacks. Who do you think, who, who do you have your eye on? And who do you, where do you think that they can go where we can still get some fantasy value from? You <sighs> see, again, I'm looking at, like I said, as, as a Broncos fan, I'm looking at see who would benefit our end, you know what I mean? And we'll benefit the fantasy's <laughs> end as well, too. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? And I know we, we, we touched on two. I'm going to actually take one, especially from one from your list as well, too. Um, I, I do want to – I got to. I got to because it's only the two that's pretty much going to both, – they're both going to benefit. I know you want to talk about one or the other. I, really, Jameis Winston, for sure, you know. Uh, listen, you know, it, it's going to be either – and see, I really think it's going to mess me up because I feel like, I feel like he's going to take the Texans' offer, dude. I mean, no, he's going to he's probably go to the Texans, really, man. Oh, really? Chance to win his start quarterback. I feel like it, dude. I feel like it. He's going to try to, because again, it's like if Jameis if Jameis comes to Denver, for sure, it's going to be a battle between Jameis and and Locke, man. It's like you you, you don't trust both. Okay. You know what I mean? If you go to the Texans, that's guarantee right there. If you you, you can't you you can't go to I mean, you can go to Chicago. Yeah, for sure, you know. But I feel like the Texans is probably going to be his fit, you know. If they, if they uh, move on from Watson, right? And, and, and Houston is going to give more guarantee money of, uh, you know, it's a chance that he, he can he can hit the market again afterwards, or whatever. But I mean, seriously, it's 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 a good spot to be in, really, man. I feel like like Texans would probably, and I'm hoping that he does come to Denver, man, to, get, to put some fire in Locke's butt, man. Like seriously, you know, but. <laughs> Other than that, man, I think I, f- I feel like the landing spot is going to be uh, Texas. Now, that, that's good. Was that going to raise his uh, rank up in fantasy for sure? You know what I mean? As being yeah. the, the the starting quarterback for uh, for Texans. Now I'm looking at that too. I'm like, hey, I would like to pick uh, James as a, as a QB too for sure. You know, um, and I'm hoping that it happens. You know, I'm really hoping that it happens. If not, uh, I'm going to go on a wild conundrum, and, and he's going to be picked up by the Saints as a backup to Drew Brees. But you know, Drew Brees is not going to make it half the season. James Winston comes up. One more year. (laughs) And that's why I covered that with the Saints coming back, man. James Winston is going to be back up for Drew Brees. Take over. We'll see. Okay. All right. So, yeah, you you jacked me for one of my guys. But another guy who I think has a chance to really, not really, like, he is what he is, is is Ryan Fitzpatrick. Mm -hmm. And I know it's not the sexiest name for fantasy, but Fitzpatrick would have been really good last year at the pace he was on 17 you know just over 17 points a game for fantasy over the night that he started he would have cracked if he had kept that pace he would have been over uh 274 fantasy points and that's with you know Preston Williams being hurt Mike Gisecki Devontae Parker if he lands at let's say he goes to a team like Washington Washington is in the back or, you know, in the middle of the first round of the draft. Right. I don't see them grabbing one of the high-end quarterbacks that are being talked about right now. They don't have – I don't think they have the ability to move up far enough 
to grab one of those guys. So if you don't have a quarterback right now, because we already told, we already said that they got rid of Alex Smith. Mm-hmm. You have Taylor Heineke. Let's 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 be real. Heineke is not going to start. No, no. It was, it was <laughs> no. a nice flash in the pan moment for him. You know, he went up against Tom Brady in the playoffs. You know, he he played tough. But let's be real. Taylor, Tyler, excuse me, I don't want to butcher the board name. Taylor mm-hmm. Heineke, he ain't starting. So Facts. you need somebody who at least can get you over this year um, so that maybe you can be in a better position in the next year, in the following year's draft. Um, and I think Ryan Fitzpatrick gives you that bridge to the next year. He's he's not afraid to throw the ball. You have a great defense behind him in Washington. Mm-hmm. Um, he would have been at the pace that he was on if he had played a full 16 at that pace. He would have been inside the top 15. Facts. Granted, True. he would have been on the you know the lower end, but he still would have cracked the he still would have likely cracked the top fifteen. You you have uh Terry McLaurin, Logan Thomas, you got some weapons over there. You need mm-hmm. more, but you got some weapons and a and a quarterback who's not afraid to throw the ball. So Washington, um Denver would be a nice bread spot. You know, yeah. you know, flip uh Drew Locke somewhere. Mm-hmm. Ryan Fitzpatrick can get you over the hump. And we've seen him, you know, chuck Chuck it real. I don't want to say chuck it real nice, but he's he's not afraid. When you got a guy who's not afraid to throw the ball, no matter what, that's good for fantasy because you know he's going to throw the ball 34, 35 times a game, at least. And you know right. they're not going to be in major positions to win all games anyway. So you know you you that pass happy offenses are good for fantasy. So I got that, and then my I yeah. got an honorable mention, Mitchell Trubisky. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did have him at New England before the Cam news, but I think he's one to watch. Um, I I I don't have I don't really have where he could land. Here's the here's the thing, Will, because I remember I, I tweeted this out earlier too from uh, DenverPost.com and talk about uh, Broncos free agent targets. Could Mitch Trubisky have same kind of career resurgence as Ryan Tannehill? Being Ooh. the Broncos might target him, and I said, dude, that is straight up asinine, dude. Like seriously, <laughs> that's stupid. That is stupid. I don't think he could research like as far as career goes, man. Nah, man. He had that opportunity in in, in Chicago. You know, you you. It's, it's it doesn't make any sense, man. It's like, dude, you, 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 we're picking the same trash, dude. Is you know a, what I mean? Is it a stretch though? Because he was better than Drew. Oh, yeah, he's better than Drew. Yeah, for sure. But it's like you, you want something. <laughs> yeah, but it's like you you get oh, man. See, I don't want to talk bad about Drew, but you're you're getting you're getting we're getting what we got. I don't want to say trash. We're getting what we got to get a little better of what we got. You know what I mean? Like it's it's you know what I'm saying? Like it doesn't make any sense to pick him up. You know what I mean? That's why I figured, you know, it, listen, I feel like James Winston, like we go back to James Winston, that would have probably been a better overall pickup, man, because I feel like James got a better game, you know, slightly better game than Mitchell Trubisky. But that's why we I wish Elway could play ball with like uh, Watson and all these big names and I mean, that's coming out. Like, come on, you know what I mean? Like, seriously, play ball instead of uh, you know. Trading trash for trash. I can't say that. Now, I see that's going to be hard for me, dude. I can't, man. But it's like, ah, dude. I was like, you got to be kidding me, dude. And everybody else was like, agreement. It's like, yeah, you, you, we don't want that. It's almost the same story all over again, man. I don't want that. We try to build up, you know, young people like like uh, uh, Hamler and Judy. But with with what? With what we got that's, that's in the court, uh, uh, you know, that's in the command? No, you can't, cuz. That's what I'm saying. Like, dog, we, we got to start now, man. We got these young bloods. Start them now, you know? Get them big. Let's go. Get him with the best QB. 
But yeah, I'm sorry, man. I ran on that. That's it's, 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 it's getting to be like that. When I saw with Trubisky, man, I was almost hurled, dude. You know what I mean? I'm like, come on. I got it. I got it. Now I'm gonna throw a curveball at you because I didn't put this on. But we did talk about it in our last episode. Mm-hmm. You know, um, we talked about the QB carousel that's been going on around the league. And because it's free agency, it's still likely where a quarterback could be traded. Um, you know, Kirk Cousins has been talked about being traded. Jimmy yeah. Garoppolo. Um Sam Darnold, do you see any quarterback being traded maybe before the draft? Let's start there. Oh, man. And make it quick. That, that's, a good, yo, that's a good question. I mean, I, I, I remember, yeah, I know my eye was, I was actually tar- uh, targeting like uh, Garoppolo, man, like going back to New England. <laughs> I mean, to taking over oh, where you were right through the law, you know. But I can't think, I can't see anybody else that would probably, like, be a surprise trade, man, you know, that would, like, catch our eye. I mean, I think everybody's pretty much where they at. I mean, I don't know. What, what do you think, man? I'm thinking Darnold goes somewhere. Yeah? Yeah. He. I don't think the asking price is too high, but considering what, and I, th- I think Jalen brought this up in our last episode, Sam Darnold's asking price could be a little too high because the last reports were that the Jets wanted a second-round pick. Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz is, not, you know, he, he had a bad season, but he's still better than Sam Darnold. And he yeah. third. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So Sam Darnold, if you're the Jets, you can't really say, "Well, we want a second. Are you serious? Yeah, right, right. Not really better than the Carson Wentz, right? So you be, you would be gracious to get a third, right? Pretty I much, dude. Throws them an offer, um, maybe Chicago because I don't see them getting Russell Wilson. Now, if they pull it off, holy crap! But yeah, Seattle would be stupid to get rid of Russell to do Wilson. that. Yeah, facts. Stupid. The Houston Texans may not have a choice because Watson is dug in. So if he's dug in, you gotta trade him just to hopefully get something back. Because what are you gonna right. do? Season? He's like, yo, I don't care about the money because as soon as I hit free agency, I'm getting bread and the yeah. contracts are gonna go up. Mm-hmm. So Houston's in a in a bigger predicament than I think most teams. Even though some guys, some teams don't have um, quarterbacks, right? All right. So, running backs are next. I have Leonard Fournette. And okay. I think after his performance in the playoffs, he's going – if he doesn't stay in Tampa Bay because, you know, everybody wants to play with Brady in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. But if he decides, hey, I got my Super Bowl ring. I want to be a starter. I don't want to share the backfield with Ronald Jones anymore. I want to go out there and get, you know, that starting job back. Atlanta, Arizona, and Pittsburgh, mm. running backs. He could be he could be that starter for those teams. My favorite spot for running backs right now is Pittsburgh because you know how Mike Tomlin gets down. You know he gives his lead back the you know the everything. The offensive line might need some work because their run game was horrible last year. Um, but that could be because of James Conner too. Right. So Leonard Fournette, and you know Leonard Fournette can catch. Um, compared to Ronald Jones, he uh, it was 36 to 28 in terms of uh, pass catches, 233 yards to 165 between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, he had a better catch percentage, 76.6% compared to 66.7% for Ronald Jones. He gets it done in the passing game. 
And I think Big Ben lacked that last year when it was time to get the get rid of the ball quickly. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like he was he wasn't throwing the ball downfield as much, or else his average would have been a little better. He was uh six point three yards per attempt last season. Mm-hmm. So you have the threat of Leonard Fournette with all the weapons that they have at wide receiver, and you got Eric Ebron at tight end. That would be my most favorite spot. Facts. Who you got? I like that, man. And, you know, I was thinking about uh, – all right, so one running back I was thinking about was definitely Aaron Jones, man. You know, Ooh, uh, probably my favorite. In, yeah, probably my favorite in fantasy right now uh, that I'm, I'm definitely eyeing to see where he goes. Uh, incredible season last year. Like almost uh, 1,100 yards and nine touchdowns last season. If if I want to say two teams that would probably be eyeing uh, – Jones would definitely probably either, and I think I'm going with you. I think it would definitely be the Cardinals for sure. He's going to be the number one back for the Cardinals. And, and and granted the fact that, you know, the Cardinals offense, they run every single time because it's a run heavy, run heavy offense, dude. Seriously. Seven, so seventh in the league and running, and running. Yeah. So you're going to be warmly welcomed there in, in Arizona. And uh, I think uh, he would also be in, in uh, Miami, the Dolphins, dude. Yeah. The Dolphins, it, it, listen. You talk uh, definitely clear number one running back. You know what I mean? Uh, it's warm down in Miami for sure, so you can be, you have to deal with the the cold Lambo crap and all that the snow. Dude, you can play in, in, in Hawaii uh, weather all the time, cause you know what I mean. Straight up warm, every so you'd be good. You'd be good, cause you know what I mean. And then you know you have to you have to deal with income tax, man, cause it's Miami. But it's it's, it's amazing, dude. <laughs> it's am- yeah, it's that's what it is. You know, it's it's both those teams. But I think you probably I think if anything. Uh, he still would be a uh, he's still definitely a top ten uh, running back for sure, man. Maybe higher than that, man, for sure. Yeah, you know. Um, I'll say if he if he goes to let's say Miami, dude, that's a clear that's a clear uh, running back one for me. You know, yeah, for sure. I, I definitely agree with that. That would be a nice that would be a nice uh, landing spot. Mm-hmm. My only concern is, are you worried about Tua? Because I don't know. It feels like Miami's not really sold on him. I, I'm not worried about it, man. I'm not worried about it. Miami, I feel like Miami is still working with him. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, again, you, you invested into a, you you can't you can't you can't abandon ship that early. You know what I'm saying? Give Tua maybe a couple more years for sure. You know, I mean, he's still building. I mean, Tua has some notable moments as well, man. You know, what I mean, I guess I don't say Tua was it was absolutely garbage. No, they're far from it. You know, yeah. give Tua the chance. You know, he's going to be better. He just need to. Again, the people around him, man. Tua it was like I said. I, I'm still, I still like Tua. Tua is definitely a, a nice QB two for me. You know, early QB two. But yeah, give give Tua a chance. You know what I mean? And if again, like I said, if if Miami can pull the trigger on Aaron uh, Jones, man, that would make it so much easier, man, for Tua to uh, to spread the option out. Like seriously, they, they need to do that, man. Either way, like I said, if you go to Miami or go to Arizona, do both the quarterbacks benefit? Both the teams benefit, man, with such a uh, a great pickup, man. That I mean, listen, I'm I'm so excited about next fantasy season picking him up, no matter where he goes. Cause seriously, all right, I got one more. Uh, yep, my God, this guy, I'm really planting my flag on. This is Marlon Mack, and I think I've said that in the last episode too. Mm-hmm. But Marlon Mack, I think, could have an opportunity to really bounce back this year. Okay, uh, ESPN's Jeremy Fowler says that his rehab's been going nicely. Uh, he's getting ready for training camp. Still only 25 years old. He's uh, he's a solid running back. I mm-hmm. think he's underrated in terms of pass catching because, you know, the Colts had Naeem Hines and it really didn't 
shared. They, they kind of leaned towards Naeem Hines when it came to the pass catching work. But I think right. Marlon Mack is solid in that area. If he, I, I, like I said, Pittsburgh is one of my favorite spots for running backs right now. Mm-hmm. But let's say Pittsburgh goes in a different direction. They go into the draft and get a running back, or they get one in free agency that's not uh, Marlon Mack. Seattle would be yeah. my next favorite spot. You yeah, facts. going to run the ball. They gotta fix. They have to fix that offensive line this year. There's no getting around it now. There's no. Once Russell Wilson came out and said, "Yo, this beat and all," and this I'm is paraphrasing. Track. This old line sucked, man. I, mean, I was tired. I'm tired of getting smacked behind this old line. All these sacks, man. This is ridiculous. He had to say it. Good. I was like, good for him, man, for saying that. Cause that's not that's not throwing team under the bus, man. That's improving it. Cause like seriously, <laughs> he said it in the nicest way possible. I'm like. <laughs> How do you do that? How do you do that? You throw them right under the bus, but it's like, but you know, we definitely need to get this old line. You know, we need more protection up front. I'm like, yeah. What? <laughs> I'm like, yo, real dog, real. You just going, just, that's how you going to do us like that? You just going to do mm-hmm. it? Okay. Okay. I, just, I see you, Russ. <laughs> you be scrambling up for your life out there. I was applauding that, man. I was like, thank you, man. Seriously, because change the whole, revamp the whole old line, man, right uh-huh. now. I mean, but that's a given. You mm-hmm. definitely need to fix, like Kansas, like Kansas City. And, I, and I'm not to go off track, but yo, they just let go of both of their tackles. They had to. Kansas City, all I was butt, dude. No, for no, sure, because their tackles were hurt. Like, <laughs> I don't, for sure, yeah. But I mean, over, it's still, it doesn't even matter. Overall, it's the, this is the biased part of me, man. Listen, overall, it, oh, they're yeah, still bu- it, the O line is still still trash. That's me. That's me. Uh listen, I'm sorry for all y'all Kansas City fans, but your old line is horrible, dude. Oh, man. Like yeah. seriously, that's that's y'all got that value mark. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. They keep keep it going on because they're gonna kill you. They gonna kill you. <laughs> hey, listen, they can't do whatever what they see what they happen. You see what the happened. You see what happened. You know what I mean? I even called it, dude, the, the whole playoffs. Like, seriously. I was like, dog, keep pressure. The old line is, is trash. And they, that's what it is. This but, is one of those things where being a hater actually paid off for you. Facts. It, <laughs> I'm not gonna, listen, I'm not going to sugarcoat it, but you know it is what it is, yo. All right, but uh, Mac to Seattle, good good landing spot. Mm-hmm. I think he would mesh well with Russ. Um, he would get, and even if you consider that he may not be as you know as mobile as he was because he's coming off the Achilles, you still have a deep enough rotation where he could still be the lead back and be uh, valuable in fantasy. Um, and then, uh, you know, you got DJ Dallas, you got, uh, Travis Homer and, uh, Rashad, Rashad Penny. So you got to keep right. enough stable back there where you can rotate him in and out, give him a breather and, uh, just see how he goes from there. You got another one? Uh, you know what? Nah, nah, I, I, I'm, yeah, I don't have another one, man. I was, I was so focused on Aaron Jones. Uh, so, you know, Respect. so fully. You know, that was like I'm hoping, man. Well, like I said, as far as fantasy season goes, man, and looking to the future. But yeah. All right, then I'll throw you another curveball. Yeah, do it. Le'Veon Bell. Who he gets a spot or is he done? He's done. Oh no. He's done, no. He's done dude. Yeah, I just not I love Le'Veon, man. But uh dude. Think the Jets ruined him? Yeah, pretty much, dude. Oh, I, no. I think I th- it's just a thing too, man. It's like <laughs> you kind of wish he stayed in, in Pittsburgh, though, for real, for real. Yeah. For but I mean, after that, man, he he just he's starting to become a a, a who to kind of do, man. You know what I mean? Like it's it's weird, man. It's weird. Like he's not even in like the like 
top 50, man. Like I would, you know, as far as fantasy goes. I mean, I know we're going to go into, get into the rankings later on, but it's not. Nah, You're not checking. At this moment, I would be surprised if you're checking for Le'Veon Bell. I don't think anybody's going to drop him. Like, if you're in a dynasty league, you're mm-hmm. not going to drop Le'Veon Bell because of the name. Right. You're hoping he gets on with somebody, but I don't know. Even, you know, last year uh, when Clyde Edwards Hilaire got hurt, they didn't go to Le'Veon Bell. They went to, uh, what was the name? Daryl Washington? That's right. Daryl Williams? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. got Damian Williams coming back. They're not keeping Le'Veon Bell in Kansas City. And that's the thing, too. You was hoping, man. And everybody, I know everybody was like uh, uh, clawing the uh, waiver wire. I remember that, too, man. Yep. And all of a sudden, that, that was, was, it was, it was. I was definitely was, one of those dummies. Yeah. Hey, Le'Veon Bell? You think yep. I somebody dropped him? I went and, yep, and that's sat it. on my bench for like four weeks and did squat. Mm-hmm. See? I'm like, man, let me get this boy out of here. <laughs> and this is redraft. Like, I'm thinking, you know. It was a scramble. I had, you know, a couple of people in the chat. Oh, man, I was really trying to get Le'Veon Bell. And I'm like, ha, 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 I got him. Then he's sitting on my bench. I'm like, I can't even start this fool. You're not even getting no work. Facts. <laughs> I dropped him like I dropped him like towards the end of the season. I'm like, I'm done. All right, let's let's move on to the wide receivers. Who you got for your wide receiver? Who you get? Who got your eye on for wide receiver? I, I, I love I love Corey Davis, too, from the Titans, still for real, for real. Uh, Corey Davis, I think he, I mean, he had a. You know, uh, later half of the season, man. You know, I mean, he he, he put in work. I think about nine hundred eighty-four yards and uh, and five receiving touchdowns, for sure. Um, so my thing is with that, and I feel like that there's a couple teams, man. And see, I feel like I'm I'm praising the Cardinals a lot, man. These days, man, the Cardinals will be a good fit, man. One only because uh, he could definitely be the number two right next to DeAndre, man, for sure. Are you, you not know? a Christian Kirk fan? No, no, I'm not. Uh, so I feel like it. it <laughs> I'm, I, I can't, man. I mean, that that would be a most that would be a better uh, one-two punch, man, for for uh, Kyler Murray, dude. Seriously, I mean, granted that Kyler doesn't get hurt and all that too, we good, you know. What I mean, but he'll definitely be a compliment, you know, to uh, DeAndre for sure. But I feel like more importantly too, man, that I think the better fit will be with the Ravens, man. You talking about Lamar Jackson being that, that's gonna be that's gonna be his number one right there, you know, yeah. for sure. Over Marquise Brown, yeah. I don't know why people don't like Marquise Brown. He's not bad. He's not bad, but he's not good. I mean, it's like, it's, it's you know, you definitely want uh, somebody to kind of like, you know, at least push the envelope up, man. Corey Davis could be right there, man. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, you know, definitely know, for man. sure. All right. My only my only issue is they don't pass enough. for. See, that's why I, I can't see, you know, people have been saying, oh, well, Kenny Galladay is a, a free agent. The Ravens should go. They're basically putting every good wide receiver with the Ravens. The Ravens honest, yeah. But yeah. the Ravens don't throw the ball like that. 475, what, passing attempts last year? Mm-hmm. That's not enough. That's in the bottom of the league. Yeah. So you telling me you telling me that Kenny Galladay is going to come over there and he's going to make a change, Lamar Jackson? And I'm not saying Lamar Jackson sucks. I'm just saying their thing is not passing the ball. Yeah, Lamar Jackson is, yeah, I, yeah. I, yeah, I, I feel it. I would go as I'm, I'm, my bad. I'm gonna let you get get you. Yeah, do you think? Mm-hmm. But I wouldn't say Lamar is a bad passer, but he's kind of he gives you that streaky vibe. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like if he's if he's down, do you think that he can get you out of a game passing? He's down by double digit points, fourteen or more. He's getting you out of that game. Nah, I don't think you're right. Yeah, he'll run the heck all over you. Yeah, that's true. You know that's what I'm true. Saying? And Lamar, early on, he, he, he's He's so 
That's why if he can make himself a better passer, I mean, not airtight because everybody's going to have their flaws. But mm-hmm. if he can be maybe maybe the word is more consistent. If he can be a more consistent passer, he's going to be a problem because you can't stop him on the ground. But if he right. starts chucking the ball and he's hitting guys left and right, and yeah, you do need to add, you know, for, the weapon argument is valid. You do need to add more to it. They don't even, but you don't, they don't throw the ball to the wide receivers they got. Yeah. It's either Marquise Brown or uh, Mark Andrews. Yeah, yeah, true. So, I mean, uh, that's given the option, but still, you know, that that could be right there. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm on the train of of not, you know, putting my faith in Brown like that, man. You know what I mean? Like, seriously, you know, that's why I'd rather have um, Davis come over, man, and definitely, uh, you know, be that number one option, you know, for it. But that's just, yeah, like I said, that's just, that's just, that's just my take on it. Yeah, my guy, uh, my first one is Will Fuller. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't, I can't believe that the Texans aren't going to franchise tag him. <laughs> but at the same time, I kind of get it because you know, up until last year, he was hurt a lot. Yeah, um, he finally did play almost the whole season and then got suspended. So it was like, really, dude? Like, right. if the injuries weren't taking you out, you took yourself out with PEDs. Like, come on, man, that is the it's, it's baffling, but mm-hmm. he was balling almost 80 yards a game. He would have cracked over 1,200 yards at uh, receiving, maybe double digit touchdowns. I got him mm-hmm. at 12 on the pace that he was at. He's he's proven that he can be a better wide receiver instead of just a deep threat. You know, right? When DeAndre Hopkins was there, they were basically telling him, like, you know, just go run down the field and take the top off, and then we'll, we'll try and hit you. It wasn't much more asked of him until this season because they didn't have Hopkins anymore because they traded him. Right. Um, I got Philadelphia, Green Bay, and Carolina. Um, Carolina would be interesting because Curtis Samuels is a a free agent. Mm -hmm. Um, Pairing him with DJ Moore and Robbie Anderson would be nice. Um, Green Bay, this kind of leads into my other guy that I have on my list. But Green Bay has been searching for a wide receiver, too, for some time. I do believe they found it in Alan Lazard, but I'll break down that um, after the, uh, real quick. But my favorite spot is Philadelphia. Um, mm, okay. They have to fix that cap situation in order to bring some people in. Yeah. Could you imagine what Philly could do with Will Fuller and Jalen Hurts? You got that's Rager, interesting. Jalen Rager, Jalen Rager on the other side. Right. Uh, maybe you throw him in a slot. You actually give some real burn to Travis Fulgham. If mm-hmm. you think that he's that guy and it's not just, you know, a one-hit wonder kind of thing. And you got Will Fuller on the other side who's dangerous all over the place. Yeah. That's that going to be insane, that dude. Nice. Like, that's – for fantasy, that's where I will hope to be. And it, it just comes down to, you know, is Jalen Hurts that guy? You know what yeah. I mean? But you give Jalen Hurts some weapons and then you draft another guy, another young guy, if you don't feel like Travis – he probably should do it anyway. Whether you feel like Travis Fulgham is the the dude, you still you have to, at, yeah, at six, you, you have to take a wide receiver, right? You have to, and even fantasy speaking wise, man. I mean, Will Fuller is already like a top twenty five wide receiver anyway, man. So you gotta, you, I mean, you have to grab Fuller, man. I mean, Philly doesn't have no choice, really, man, yeah, to they, build that uh, that wide receiver lineup, man. Like seriously, so great spot too, man. Great spot. Yeah, you got any more? Yeah, I do, man. Absolutely, man. First of all. My man Juju, cause <laughs> Ooh, yeah. my man Juju, 
you know, first of all, Steelers, an amazing season, man. You know, just kind of ended on a stiffler, man. But Juju, <laughs> my man Juju, man, did his thing. I mean, what, 831 receiving yards, nine touchdowns. I believe I have it on, uh, on paper. Um, here's the thing. And this is me going back to praising the Cardinals again. I feel like the Cardinals would be a great spot. Oh, Lord. You, know I mean? you are Cardinals it's, it's, happy today. I, listen, I don't know what it is, man. I feel like, like I feel they like need everybody. I, I feel like the Cardinals can fit it. The Cardinals can fit whatever they have. So many options, man. They have they have so many options or, or so many uh, options to choose from between, like I said, going back to Corey Davis and then now Juju. You know, what I mean, like again, a compliment right there. You know, uh, again to DeAndre, he'd be he'd be like a, a maybe Larry Fitzgerald as well too. And again, he's one of the most dynamic. Off, he will be perfect right there, man, in that dynamic offense, dude. Like seriously, you know. So that's what it is. Like the Cardinals are already. I was going to say because the Cardinals are already one or two pieces away from a Super Bowl run anyway. You know, really? I mean? You think so? I think so. I feel so. I feel it. I feel it. Yes, I do. I feel it. They're already a couple pieces away mm. from doing Super Bowl run. I feel it. You know what I mean? Now, the interesting choice, the interesting second choice would probably be the Jets, man. The Jets. The Jets. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, Dude. I think they they take a quarterback at too. Yeah. I mean, like they, you can't pat. Sam Darnold is not that guy, and. You have a new regime in there. You got Robert Salah in there. He, if I'm a quarter, if I'm a head coach coming in, I want my guy. You yeah, know, I want the guy who was there last year. He can go. I'm gonna pick my guy. I'm gonna put in my offense, and I'm gonna run it my way. I don't want yeah. any leftovers. You know, I already got leftovers in, at other spots, and I need you know to add more. Juke, that does make sense. I'm telling you, reunite the reunite the uh, the USC buddies, man. You know what I mean? Both from USC. Hey, reunite them. You know. Let let the, they they know each other. Let's <laughs> get the feel. <laughs> I feel like I feel like he would take the the Jets though, man. Like seriously, so you know that's a, probably a high payday, man, for for him for sure. Yeah, I like you that. know. Now my second my other guy I have was Alan Lazard. Um, I know it's not likely because the Green Bay Packers can hit him with the extensive uh, the exclusive tag mm-hmm. and keep him, but let's say for argument's sake he does hit free agents. I think he could be a low-key number one wide receiver. Yeah. I know it might seem like a stretch because he's been hiding behind uh, Devontae Adams, but it's Devontae Adams. Yeah. You know what I mean? That game, week three against the Saints, 145 yards on six to eight uh, catches, mm-hmm. 75% catch rate. Yo, he has – I think he can do it. He just needs a good spot. Uh, New England needs wide receivers left and right. Um, mm-hmm. I would definitely like to see him in Atlanta. And I had the New York Jets on there too, because they're going to need, you have James, Jamison Crowder. Yeah. And Denzel Mims. They need another weapon there. Mm-hmm. Alan Lazard could be that spearhead for the Jets office. Cause we don't know, we don't really know what we have in Denzel Mims, do we? You know, and Jamison Crowder, he's your slot guy. He's going to be, he's going to get his. Right. Your slot wide receiver. Alan Lazard with, let's say, a Trey Lance or a Justin Fields or maybe a Zach Wilson because they've been hyping him up. But any one of those guys with that kind of wide receiver core, that would be a great fit. I think that mm-hmm. would really help. I, I think that would legitimize Alan Lazard because unless he's unless he stays with the Packers, I mean, he's still going to be fantasy relevant. Right. You know, I just like – I just like guys to get that wide receiver one spot because you know the targets are going to come. You don't bring in a guy to be your wide receiver one and then don't throw him the ball. Right, right. I like those. 
like those five. I got you. That's that's mm-hmm. not. I like that. I like that. And we come to the bottom, the tight end position. Now I gotta go. I gotta go with what you got, Janu Smith. Yeah, I. He's a free agent. Mm-hmm. He's going. I think he. I don't know what happened to him last season. Week one, weeks one through four, he was the tight end eight. Right. And then he fell completely off a cliff. Like the cliff, he didn't fall off the cliff. The cliff moved out from under him. <laughs> he did the cartoon of uh, uh, Wiley Coyote splat at the bottom. Because yeah, right. He was just done. He was the, he ended up uh, the tight end 20 the rest of the way. He finished at the tight end 16. He averaged 9.3 fantasy points a game. Like mm-hmm. that, it was tied for 15. John o. Smith, I, and I guess like Corey Davis kind of kicked him to the curb because he was getting all the targets instead. Yeah. But it was like they I don't know what happened. It it was an anomaly. He had five touchdowns and over the first four weeks. And it was like, no, nah, we're not throwing the ball to you no more. Mm-mm. Right, right. So um I got Carolina mm-hmm. and Indy. Now you know Wait, how my spot would be for him to land in Indy. Yeah, you know they're gonna use Frank Reich is gonna use tight ends. Carson Wentz likes using tight ends. Mm-hmm. Um, it would be a great fit. Now the only reason I wouldn't want him to go to uh, Indianapolis is because my sleeper is over there, Mo Ali Cox. Yeah, yeah, he is a baller, and I don't think a lot of people are aware of it. Right. Um, if he gets the starting job, I'm telling you now. You can get in for cheap if he gets the start. Because Jack Doyle is not. Is not it, for sure. I think he signed through the 2022 season. But he's not good. He's average. He is. He's a yeah. Jack. He's just a guy. <laughs> he's just a guy. Come he's a, on. He's a, he's, a, he's a pure Jack. Like, Jack Doyle is not that. Every other tight end that's come in. Well, I, you know what? I won't even go that far. Eric Ebron, when he got there, took over. Right. And then Jack Doyle got hurt. Eric Ebron took over, and he was balling. He had uh, mm-hmm. ten plus touchdowns his first year. Come on, man. Yeah. And there's no like they 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 infuriate me with the work that they split because it's like all right, we're gonna get Jack Doyle some snaps, and then we're gonna have Eric Ebron in the red zone catching all the touchdowns. So why right. is Jack Doyle there? <laughs> He's just taking up space. They could run a two tight end set, I right? Think, I think they could do it, but you got Mo Ali Cox and maybe John Smith. But we're I'm I'm speaking strictly, you know, tight end ones, undisputed gets the work, gets the red zone looks. John Smith in Indy would be the the optimal spot, and then maybe really, maybe really, I, I got something different for John man. Is it to be uh, John going? It's it's okay. So it's a couple of spots, man. First of all, I said the Bills, man. They really you feel Ooh, like the yeah. Bills. Yeah, because here's the thing: the Bills are missing a running back. They're missing a the playmaking tight end. You know what I mean? So you're gonna feel they're, they're they're of course they're one step away from going back to it. Well, not going back, but you know, actually reaching the Super Bowl, man. You got to fill those voids right there. You know what I mean? So John Smith would make a great presence, man. For uh, you know, right there in Buffalo, but for sure. The second man to me is is New England, man, because after after Grock, dude. They don't have like a red zone presence, dude. Seriously, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. So if you want somebody to like uh, compliment, you know, to give a uh, Newton, you know, at least uh, a little bit of a you know cushion, a little bit of pillow, man. You know what I mean. Yeah, put John Smith over in New England, man. So really, but I would think that he would probably 
uh, probably go to the. I, I want him to go to the Bills. That'd be great, man. I feel like the Bills. I love the Bills, man. Right now, you know. So yeah, I think yeah, I think John. Yeah, John will be the missing piece for the Bills, man. But they, they got to get another running back though. So for sure. Yeah, they do. I like that. That's a that might be a better. You know, maybe that might be that would be a better landing spot than any. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, because you know, Mo Ali Cox is over there. You know, with me. yeah. <laughs> but that that's a very good spot. Like, but the only thing is, man, I I, I can see Johnu going over there, and you know, you get the old Cam Newton, Greg Olson vibes, but. New England hasn't really used a tight end in their offense since Gronk left. Mm-hmm. Like every year, we get caught up in, oh, there's a new number one tight end. Oh, they picked up Ben Watson. Oh, they picked up Martellus Bennett. Oh, they yeah. picked up this guy. And they all are like, I say maybe outside of Martellus Bennett, they're all average. They're all, there's a bunch of Jags over there. So it's like the the premise of New England equals tight end one has died with the defense yeah. like there there hasn't been a guy to take that role over since Gronk left so I think right it's I, I I do agree that they need all the pass catching weapons that they can get and the fit works I'm just worried about whether they actually use them or not right and so snake bitten before you know in at this position so it's just like I don't know I really, it, it, but it's a good fit. It makes sense. You just hope that it makes sense to the offense. Um, <laughs> the other guy I got is Jared Cook. Now, I know he's okay. a little older. Um, I, I guess I'll pay this one forward. He's long in the tooth. I always wanted to use that that phrase for <laughs> old, older tight ends. It's like a fantasy phrase for tight end or older. Yeah, player. but he's thirty three years old. Um, Jacksonville, Arizona, and I got New England. They all okay. need tight ends. Um, Jacksonville would be the best spot to me. You're going to have uh, Trevor Lawrence there. Tight ends can be a, a young quarterback's best friend. Mm-hmm. You have a guy who's pretty short-handed. Uh, he was the tight. He finished as a tight end 18 last year. You could probably equate that to the fact that you know Drew Brees was missing a lot of time, and you know you had Taysom Hill doing whatever he was doing. You know ah that. That whole stretch was weird. It was like Fact. it looked good on paper, but it felt bad for fantasy. Because that, <laughs> that's how I felt. Like I was like I, I had uh, I'm in a dynasty league and I had guys like really fighting for Taysom Hill and I forgot he was on a waiver wire. So I'm like, mm-hmm. everybody, you know, the chat is bumping and it's like, oh, I got Taysom Hill, ha ha ha. And I'm like, oh man, I wish I could have got Taysom Hill. And I'm like, yeah. really? Are we really fighting over Taysom Hill? I was really like, yo, where's Jameis Winston at? How did he not get the start over exactly. Taysom Hill? I was baffled. I'm like, but then he came out, they won a you know, they won a couple games with him. But it was just like it felt it felt weird. And then like Alvin Kamara wasn't really getting the ball like that. And then, you know, I looked over the numbers and it was like, Really, this is how it went down? It didn't feel yeah. like watching the game. I don't, I don't know. It, it just it just felt weird. But um, Jared Cook with Jacksonville, mm-hmm. they're not bringing back Tyler Eifert. I think he's done. He's I done. Think. Yeah, right for sure. He's. I don't see him anybody picking him up. I think his career is over. Mm-hmm. And it's not a hateful thing to say, but it's just like you know, it's, it's realistic. You're right. He, it's a wrap. <laughs> so, <laughs> but um, Jacksonville would be the ideal spot. The runner up would be Arizona. Um, I I know a lot of. 
well, I won't say a lot. I say a few guys were really hype on the Dan Arnold train, and um, it didn't didn't go anywhere. Mm-hmm. It, you know, he's he's a jack, but uh, <laughs> Arizona needs a tight end, and Jared Cook could be that guy uh, to at least help get you over the hump. Maybe they target a guy in, uh, in in the draft, and that that is their tight end of the future. But tight ends really aren't great for fantasy coming out of the draft, so. That's mm-hmm. one of those things that you probably got to dodge. But Jacksonville and Arizona are my top two spots. New England just needs more. They need everybody. So, yeah. So that's yeah, facts, guy. facts. You got any more? Uh, you know what is so funny? Because uh, even going on what Jacksonville needs, man, as far as tight ends goes, man, I was going to even throw in uh, Hunter Henry, man, for real. Oh, yeah. You know? Can you Hunter believe Henry? the Chargers are letting him walk? Dude, that makes no sense whatsoever, dude. Because again, look at look, you Justin Herbert, you see what he can do. Yes. He's a Justin Herbert. As much as it, trust me, he is. As much as I hate, of course, me. As much as I hate oh, the yeah, Chargers, right. does, you know, I gotta give respect to Justin Herbert. I'm like, dude, why does every everyone all the teams got like such prospect quarterbacks and we stuck with you know what I mean? Justin Herbert is great. Drew a lot. Couple more years. Couple more years of Justin Herbert would make Henry like insanely good. Cause yeah. like seriously, it's insane, dude. I wish they they worked that out. Cause you know, I mean, it'd be great. But uh, again, if if not not the Chargers, man. Like I said, second spot would be the Chargers. We'll run up would be the Chargers for sure. But then Jacksonville for sure, man. You know, I mean, you got to be like you know, Trevor Lawrence is, is going to be that that great uh, QB prospect, man. You know, what I mean that uh, everybody's talking about a uh, great group uh, group of young receivers, man. So why not? You know, what I mean that they can go for the division. This year, you know, or next season, really. Uh, Henry, we that's, a great piece. That's a that's a huge leap to say that they'll go for the division. Next got, year, next season for the, <laughs> the Colts, If Carson Wentz gets his head on straight, yeah, Colts got that on lock because there's no yeah. over there. Like he, that's he, also a huge stretch too. You remember that? Cause, yeah, so yeah, I, but yo, I already said, man, Carson Wentz is gonna be a top ten quarterback with Indy. Man, watch, ooh, watch. I'm telling you, they got too ooh. many weapons. Carson is got he's got a lot to prove. Yeah. Over there, the only thing that would make it better is if he played the Eagles this year. And I don't think they're on the schedule. If he played nah. the Eagles this year, it would be the icing on the cake for a revenge season. Carson, <laughs> yeah, I would real. love it for real, man. I, you know, I don't think the, I don't think the Eagles are on the schedule this year. I, I looked and I saw their opponents, and um, the Eagles dodged the bullet. That's probably why they sent yeah. me over there. It was like you know the whole Frank Wright connection was great. But it was like, yeah, he doesn't, he doesn't play like, us this year. So yeah, it was like we we don't want to see that as a Monday night game, man. So oh, that would be lovely. <laughs> Going to work the next day if he put in work. Oh, for real? Be like, hey, hey, bro. Like Eagles fans, when they lose and I go to work, they don't talk to me. Like <laughs> they don't talk to me at all because I'm like, yo, what's up, man? Like, what the heck? Ha-? And they know what it is. What yep. the heck happened, bro? <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about it. Gosh. Jesus. Oh, that dude. Would that would be wild. But <laughs> for real. You know, I gotta gotta chill on the petty sometimes. <laughs> it says you. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but that will wrap up this episode. Thank you guys for listening. Make sure you hit up Ace and check on him to make sure he's okay, you know, because he missed the episode. <laughs> he gotta work, but you know, it's all good. Make sure to rate review the podcast on Apple Podcasts. Or wherever you listen to this show, check us out on IG and Twitter at Fantasy's Finest. And you can always check us out on uh, Facebook too. Um, we have a community that's growing over there, so we appreciate all the love. And um, make sure you share and subscribe, man. 
That's all I can say after that. So we will lock this episode down. We will talk to you guys in our next episode. Peace. Thanks for listening to the Fantasy's Finest Podcast. Be sure to join the community on Facebook and follow us on Twitter too at the Fantasy's Finest. See you next episode.